Hi, this is Mark, and thank you for joining me on Words of Truth today. I appreciate you coming along. Today, we're going to be talking about dealing with tough relationships. <laughs> Who hasn't had one of those in their life? Maybe like me, you've had or you presently have people in your life that are just really hard to deal with. Maybe it's a friend, but maybe it's a member of the family or your boss or a workmate. They're people who are just hard to navigate. I mean, you try to figure out just the right words to say and talk through a situation, but it feels like nothing you say would make things any better. And while talking is usually good, sometimes the conversations can just run in circles. You know what I mean? And you run out of anything productive to say. And when that happens, it makes you feel like, well, just giving up. Well, here's the advice I, I want to give you today. When you're in a difficult relationship, before you give up, try hushing up. You see, many times, taking some time to be quiet and just sit before the Lord will do more to untangle a mess than anything else we can do. Let me just give you five things that can happen when we're quiet. Things we all need to learn in dealing with difficult relationships. First of all, quietness humbles us. You see, when we're in the heat of battle, the last thing we want to do is to get humble, <laughs> right? Our tendency is to get what? Defensive. Put our guard up. Pull out the sword of words and volume. We want to make our point heard. But what we need to do is step out of the battle and humbly ask God to speak truth into our heart so that we can make sense of the situation. The reality is that there's probably no instance when we're having a relationship issue when, well, we didn't contribute something to the problem. And so when we're quiet, God will bring things to light that we need to deal with so that that relationship can be healed. 1 Peter 5, 6 says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God. <clears throat> the second thing we can do is to pour out our anxious thoughts to the Lord. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7 says, Cast all your anxiety on him, because why he cares for you. You see, Jesus loves us right where we are and how we are. And because he loves us, well, his love comes without judgment. And therefore, we can feel safe enough to humbly admit that we need him to work on us. Trying to fix somebody else only adds to our anxiety. But letting Jesus work on us is where real progress can happen. Thirdly, stop digging deeper. First uh, Peter chapter 5, verse 6 says that he may lift you up in due time. You see, when we're in the heat of battle with someone, our crazy emotions can drag us down into a pit of hopelessness. The only way out of that pit is to make the choice to stop digging deeper and turn to God for the solution. Number four, recognize that the real enemy isn't the person you're, you're in conflict with. 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 8 and 9 says, Be alert and of sober mind. 
Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for somebody to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith. You see, we have an enemy that's not another person. The real culprit in our conflict with somebody is the devil himself who keeps stoking the fire of conflict. We can't see that when we're still in the heat of battle. But in the quiet, we become alert and can create a strategy for acting and reacting in a more, well, self-controlled manner. And fifth, realize that God wants to use the conflict for good, no matter how it turns out. 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 10 and 11 says, And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. To him be the power forever and ever. Amen. If we make the effort to handle the conflict well, well, we can be freed from the pressure to make everything turn out rosy. Sometimes relationships grow stronger through conflict, but other times relationships end. And we can't control the outcome. And we can't control the other person. But you know what? We have to keep focusing on the good that God is working out in and through us. And we need to leave the outcome to him, having done all we can do to bring peace and resolution to the conflict. In the end, this struggle can be used by God to make us stronger and more capable in our relationships. If we're humble enough to receive from God in the quiet when he wants to teach us in this, then we can live peaceably with whatever the outcome is. I know this sounds rather simplistic to all uh, to all of us who are dealing with difficult relationships. I'm not pretending that there's any easy solution. If you'll just take these five easy steps, it's never that easy. And in fact, Resolution can sometimes take years of doing the right things. And it might seem like you aren't making any progress at all. But again, I encourage you to think about what God is doing in and through you in it all. And the lessons that God wants you to learn in it. Thanks for listening. I hope this helps today. And I hope you'll come back again next week.